Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. And I was like, uh-uh. Right. You're going to go have wine. That's You're right. going to watch some bad television or yep. Netflix or whatever. Yep. You're going to go to bed and wake up and reset. That's exactly what you told me. You said, take yeah. a bath and yeah. get your glass of yep. wine. And that was the image. That's all it took. I went, bye-bye. Yep. You got to reset. Just like a computer, just shut the whole thing down. I mean, really, it's what we should have done with COVID to this country, right? We should yep. have just shut the thing down. Yeah. Right? We should have rebooted 2020. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey. You're listening to The Big Payoff with me, Rachel Bellow, and my best friend and business partner, Suzanne Mushin. That's me. And we're going to give you a chance to listen in on the conversations that we're having at work that you will never hear at business school. And I should know because I'm a professor at a business school. I thought you were fired, Suzanne. Weren't you fired? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Rach, I don't know about you. I am just... I'm just feeling super overwhelmed. I, oh, I, I didn't know that, Suzanne. Why? <laughs> Why? I'm so surprised. I just, it's, but no, I've, I've been complaining to you more about other things. I've been feeling like other adjectives, depressed, um, anxious. I don't think I've used overwhelmed. Have I? Well, no, maybe not. But no. you have good reason to be overwhelmed. Yeah, I just think that there's like a lot of things demanding my attention all at once right now, which is different. You know, anxiety is like one thing in, at 3 a.m., right. which is still occurring, but medication is helping a lot. Um, <laughs> can I just give a shout out for Lexapro right here? Sure. Yep. Um, but really, like too many things right now are are just like all in my face and they're bizarrely disconnected. So none of them feel like they should all be happening at once, but they are. So we've been talking ad nauseum. I feel like we've been talking about this fundraise for so long that some listener should just go, I'm just going to write the fucking check. Just tell me how much you <laughs> That's want. That's what I think. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Fundraising. I now have to grade my students 103 of these talks that I need to give them feedback on. Um, Hanukkah is in what? 10 days, nine days, just your gift alone, let alone the Mucian nation, it's stressing me out. Um, you and I both hate making doctor's appointments. And I think I have three of them that drag me down every day. Just making the phone call is stressing me out. And then I'm trying to thread the needle of making hair appointments right in between the places where I'm terrified there's going to be a shutdown. It's like, oh, Maybe there's going to be a shutdown. I'm like, okay. Okay. Fuck. While we're talking, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. 
I, I really am. I just like, I can't listen to all of this and I'm feeling overwhelmed. But I actually think everybody is feeling this now, which is why we're doing this show. Like you have to listen to this if you're feeling overwhelmed. And if you're not, you need to give us a call and tell us what drug that is. Because actually what I feel is less overwhelmed than just fractured. And I, I have a theory. Yeah. I think that because we're all confined to a single workspace as opposed to multiple spaces, like we go to lunch at a restaurant and we work in our office and we come home to this, but everything is now in a single space. It's literally like a desktop with too many tabs open on it. It's a good metaphor. Thanks. Better than others you've used on this show, like down on all fours. <laughs> but um, I, I really do good. think it has to do with space. Yeah, I think that's absolutely true. Because, well, I was just going to say when you were talking about anyone who doesn't feel overwhelmed should give us a call. So I was calling my brother and sister-in-law because it was my sister-in-law's birthday. And you know, God bless. They have no kids. They live in Napa. I mean, you know, right. So, I mean, look, there's fires, there's a pandemic. So I'm not saying life is easy, but I did call my sister-in-law on her birthday. And I was like, Hey, Nance, you know, how's your day? Like who likes, you know, having a birthday in the pandemic is sucks. And Nancy was like, amazing. I mean, I'm having the best day. <laughs> I was like, Don't you fuck yourself. Yeah. Really? Anyway, so I guess Nancy's having a good day, Nancy Mushin. Anyway, um, but I think you're absolutely right. I like the window tabs feeling because really the problem right now that you and I both know about if you want to get good at something and feel accomplished, when we were talking about self-care in an episode a while ago, part of self-care is feeling like you did something well during the day or a project that you really were you know, needing to get done got done. But when you're overwhelmed, part of the problem is you're so fractured and you're so pulled in so many directions that you just can't give your attention to that full, to that one thing, but that's exactly what you have to do. Right. And that means that you end the day, not only feeling overwhelmed, but feeling as if you weren't good at anything. That's the real horrible feeling at the end of a day, a pandemic day is I was frazzled and unaccomplished, but here's, here's what we know, Suzanne. Anything, I'm going to say it like this. It's just, it's so obvious, but I really want everybody to take this in. Anything that you're truly paying your full attention to is going to advance and you are going to get good at it. Your attention needs to be full or nothing at all. I'm just going to say that again. Anything you pay full attention to, you are going to get good at. Isn't that so true, Rach? You used to say um, another version of that to me. You used to say, we get what we want. Yeah. A part of getting what we want is paying attention to that thing. Exactly. And there's a corollary to this, which is if you're paying partial attention to something, chances are really high that you're going to hate that thing. That there's a real correlation between how much attention you're paying and how much you love or hate it. Oh, that's true. 
Yeah, that's really true. Like there are sometimes when I think that I really hate doing something, but it's really not true. It's just that I'm hating doing it because I have so much else on my plate while I'm doing that thing. So like, here's an example. I really remember this from like being a parent of little kids. So remember when like your kids would have a a project, like an art project or something like that, that they'd bring home. And it would be like, oh, fuck. I can't believe I have to like sit at the kitchen table and like help you do this like science experiment or like write out this whole like, you know, game that's in response to like metamorphosis or whatever. (laughs) Okay. But actually the truth is I do like doing those things. I love being creative. I love drawing. It's just that at the time when I was a parent, right when my children needed me, like I was just too overwhelmed with other things. So I was like, but that's the point. If you were, if you had surrendered to it and paid full attention, you would have gotten into it. And I always, always forget that. I forget that when you think something is boring, a 99.9% of the time, it means you're not paying attention enough. It's oh, so, so counterintuitive. Like yeah. what's boring is the way that you're paying attention to it. The totally. thing itself isn't boring. Yeah. And in fact, here's the crazy counter example to that. So I had sent a lot of the kids this like art package of things in the fall that had to do with the Jewish holidays. Well, Joey brought it home with him when he came home from school and he wanted to do some of it last night at like nine o'clock at night. And I'm fucking exhausted. And it was one of those things where you put the little plastic pellets and then you iron it with an iron and then you lift it up the design. Have you ever done that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So as we started to do it, I thought, oh my God, there is no way. I'm so stressed. I'm so exhausted. This is like, I'm going to have to like have my phone out, check my email while we're doing this. You're resisting it. Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to completely do this for a half hour. It's probably going to be really meditative to just have these little pellets be the only focus for the next half hour. An hour later, we were still ironing the pellets and making things. And you were into it. So into it. Like I I could have stayed another hour. That is the thing. So it's really about surrender. I mean, it's really amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Like right now I'm trying to weirdly be a better listener. I I mean, I feel like I am actually- That's about time. Well, not to you. (laughs) I mean, to others. But this is the strange thing. I I do usually pride myself on being a good listener, or I used to pride myself on that until I read this article and was like, fuck, I'm not a good listener. And what happened was the article said, just completely counterintuitive, that introverts actually are not good listeners. And when it said that, I wanted to fight back. And then I thought, oh, that is so true. Why? Why would introverts Uh, not be good listeners? shut up and I'll explain to you. (laughs) And so once I realized that though, I've been really working on being a good listener. And so this is something that I have to like put my full intention to. So here's why it says um, introverts are not good listeners. And if you're an introvert out there, I know you're going to be nodding your head to this. So if I'm in a conversation with someone and, and they're talking 
I'm actually double thinking the entire time about a bunch of things. One is, shit, when are they going to stop talking and I'm going to have to start talking? So what can I do to keep them talking so I don't have to talk? Or I'm thinking, um, are they happy? Are they liking this conversation? What if they're not? And then they're stopping. So I better have a good question to ask next. Like you're so terrified of having the spotlight go to you and then you're going to have to talk that you spend the whole time double thinking and it's exhausting and you're not listening. Right. Very because you're not in it again. It's like, you're not, yeah, you're paying half attention in it. Exactly. Yeah. And yeah. not me. Look, there are times and there've been times in our life, like when my kids were young and when your kids were young, I totally remember this. You really don't have a choice, right? There are like that witching hour from the time oh. I would get home from work until oh, they were in bed. Like I, I didn't have a choice. Like I could not focus on anything else. I couldn't take no. phone calls. I couldn't do anything else. And there are times like right now for you, where you have to finish this fundraising round, you can't, you no. don't have a choice. You cannot be focusing on anything else. So, and the, in those moments, you have to do something like this. You have to tell people that you are making this choice and you are really good at that right now. I'm sorry. I am spending all day every day doing this one thing for the company. So leave me alone until this is done. And I'm doing that though, Rachel, It both because I know that that's what it takes to do this well. And I'm also doing it because if I take my eye off of it, even for a minute and get distracted by it, it's going to feel twice as hard, right? Like exactly. it's- Exactly. Right? And so what we're talking about is part of paying full attention is making the choice to pay full attention to this and not to that right now. Right. And if we're not willing to make choices and we want all of it, all of our attention on all of it, we're fucked. You're yeah. bored. You're hating it. You're not advancing. You're not doing a good job. And you're not listening to this podcast because we're telling you what to do. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. So Rachel, let's talk about making choices. I think there are really three kinds of responses to being overwhelmed. And each of them requires a choice, but there are different kinds of choices. So let's talk about what they are. Okay. So the first kind of response to being overwhelmed, which really works all the time, is called the bird by bird method. 
Okay. And that comes from Anne Lamott's famous book, Bird by Bird. And she tells this story at the beginning. It's a book about writing, how to write and how overwhelmed people are when they face a writing task. And she tells a story about how when her brother was little, he had a school assignment where he had to write on birds. It was like a report that he had to write. And he was sitting at the, at the kitchen table late one night, the, more, the night before it was due, and he was freaking out. And their father came to the table and said, what's wrong, buddy? And he said, I, I've got a report due tomorrow. It's on the birds of North America, and I haven't started. And his father said, buddy, just take it bird by bird just bird by bird. And she's oh, taken so that good. lesson into her life going, just break it down yeah. and take it one thing at a time. That's so good. Yeah. That's such a good metaphor too. You're, you're coming up with some good metaphors this Thanks. podcast. Okay. Number two, the next way I think is, I'm just going to call it hypervigilance, right? When I say hypervigilance, I mean choosing the one thing so I'm going to use your metaphor, being like a dog with a bone. That one I actually understand. Is that the metaphor? No, I say when a dog chases a car. That's the one you don't know. No, but being hypervigilant is like- Yeah, that's a dog, dog with a bone. That's dog with a bone. Yep. And you're protecting your boundaries and the whole- Yes, thing. I'm sorry. Can you <laughs> listeners, it, that was my metaphor was the better one, right? The dog with the bone. So it's like you choose one thing and you're hypervigilant about it, but that requires making a choice. So if you have- all these things going on in your life. And everyone who's been, whether you're a new mom or you're an athlete preparing for a game or you're training for a marathon or, or me with my fundraising, or you just have all these things going on in your life, but you know that you have to pick one and be just relentlessly protective of that one thing. But what Rachel said before is the key to this. You have to let people know. Like you just have to let people know. It's just like you would want your child to say, look, I'm sorry, I'm not going to be sitting at dinner tonight because I need to study for this test. Right, that's yeah. the thing. These are segments. So Suzanne, the, you know, there comes a time where people will lose patience with this. So the hypervigilant strategy- So true, yeah. Is a segment of time. It involves sacrifice. It involves sacrifice on the part of other people because they're not going to have access to you. And on your part, yeah, completely. So Rachel, I actually think there's a lot of integrity to the hypervigilance approach as long as it's time limited. You know, I think that that's the key to it is that you communicate well what you're actually going to be protective of and why, and then you do it relentlessly, but for a time limited period. And I think people will respect you. You know, integrity is the exact word because I've always defined integrity as saying what you do and doing what you say. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's the essence of that strategy. There, yeah. there, the other strategy, which you helped me with the other day is the basic like reboot. It's a reboot oh, yeah. strategy, right? There are some times where the circuits are so overloaded and the shit just gets so out of hand that you have to just simply reboot your day. Right. So I was in the middle of a day that had like Oh nine God. meetings back to back. There were like 15 minute segments in between. Everything was planned out. I knew that I had to run to see an apartment. I'm looking for an apartment. Uh, run to see an apartment, right? And I had planned like 20 minutes. I was going to run to get the realtor, see it, come back, do my next meeting. And my car was towed. Man. And I was like, 
oh, you got to be kidding. Because I saw the whole day just like, oh, shit. When am I going to find time to go there before dark? Because I need to buy tomorrow morning. I need my car. And then, and then, and I called you and you were like, Rachel, forget your day. Your day's yeah. over. Reset it. Just fuck it. Your day is fucked. It's over. And it was so, such a release for me. I'm like, you're right. Well, I said something even more specific to you, Rachel. You, it was, let's say it was like six o'clock at night at this point, and you're on your way home. And you were talking about all the things you were going to have to do to make up for the time you had lost. And you were so overwhelmed by basically now, after having a shitty day, to go home and then have seven more hours of work to make up for it. And I was like, uh uh. Right. You're going to go have wine. That's You're right. You're going to watch some bad television or yep. Netflix or whatever. Yep. You're going to go to bed and wake up and reset. That's exactly day. what you told me. You said, take yeah. a bath and yeah. get your glass of yep. wine. And that was the image. That's all it took. I went, bye-bye. Yep. You got to reset. Just like a computer, just shut the whole thing down. I mean, really, it's what we should have done with COVID to this country, right? We should yep. have just shut the thing down. Yeah. Right? We should have rebooted 2020. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yep. So hopefully you can feel like these are strategies that are doable because you have a choice here, right? You can do the bird by bird. Love that. Um, I actually think Ariel, who I hope listens to this, this is a really good one for you, sweetie. She was so overwhelmed today. Just, you know, she starts collecting all the things that are stressing her out and she puts them in a big like mental pile. Yeah. But if you take them bird by bird, I think that's really great. And I think the hypervigilance for people like me who are more like, Interval trainers, right? Like you're, you're That's really exactly what hypervigilance is. It's yeah. interval training. Yeah, you're. If you're good at that, mentally, physically, like that's doable, yep. right? And for those people who just like really, you guys, if you're listening to this and you just feel like I, I just can't anymore, then don't. Right. If you can't, then don't. then don't. Then wake up tomorrow and reboot. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Suzanne, let's let's check it out. Yeah, let's check it out. Let's check it out. We should check it out. All right, so Rachel, let's get to our unsponsored. Check this out. Yeah, unsponsored, especially for the one I'm going to say right now because it it could sound like it's sponsored and I swear to God it's not. Suzanne, do you know about Wolf and Badger? No. Okay. Wolf and Badger, I discovered actually in the old timey retail sense, walking around Soho and going, what is this store? This is weird. It's new and it looks really interesting. It is unknown indie designers and it's from really low priced to really high priced, but all one-offs like literally, you know, these indie designers, they have three dresses and there's no more, right? If you go to Wolf and Badger and you look at at stocking stuffers, you can go under her or him or whatever, and then they have stocking stuffers. Can I go now? Is it a website? Yeah, it's a website. They have fantastic stocking stuffers. Like 
you know, 28 bucks, but really cool earrings. It's just, it's just cool. It's just cool shit. And it's stuff for the home. They have art, they have clothes, they have earrings, and it's all indie designers. All righty. I'm, I'm on it. Okay. So mine is, um, if you're not following me on Instagram, Rachel, then you I wouldn't am. know. Of course I am. Well, then did you see my mossed up? I'm obsessed because honestly, okay, let me just say what they are. So if you go to the website, chewyourhealth.com, you will find these healthy gummies that are, they're not sweet at all. They're really based with um, sea moss. I mean, is that's, they're mossy. When did you post this? I follow you. A couple of days ago. This woman, Chef Nina, who's a celebrity chef, she cooks for the NFL. She's amazing. So I met her on this panel and she asked if she could send me some of these. She did. It's M-O-S-S apostrophe D, but the website is chewyourhealth.com. So there's three of them. I've only had the ones that are for like your immune system. I'm telling you, I had a cold. Remember you said to me, you were like, do you have a yeah. cold? You said, no. Okay, gone. What? G- freaking Why gone. Why did I not? And you just pop them all day long. They are not sweet. So I'm just warning you. They do have that little like green. Gra- I kind of, I like that. You generally don't. No, you just pop them all day long. You have to keep them in a fridge though. Like they have to be refrigerated once you open them. And, and there what are other two- kinds of things? Immune system, what else? And then the other one is for your skin. And then there's a third one that's turmeric, like for health. Oh, I ordered them. Great. I mean, for your stomach, like for oh, um, awesome. inflammation. I ordered them all. Okay, good. I'm yeah. going to do it. Yeah, I'm super excited. So anyway, uh, chewyourhealth.com. Thanks for listening to The Big Payoff. On our next episode, we are going to be addressing an issue that I know is always top of mind for Rachel because um, I've been her boss for a long time, over 22 years, and I'm a fucking good boss. You but next week- have never been my boss, my friend. My little I think I am your boss right now, actually. <laughs> I mean, one of us is the COO of the company. The other is the president. You tell I'm me which is the COO. higher position. You don't even know my title. No, I'm CEO. You're the president. Right. The president is more important than the CEO. I don't think so. I think the president can fire the CEO. I don't think so. Oh, I do. Okay. Well, we'll find out, won't we? Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that next week we're actually going to be talking about, are you a good boss of yourself? Yeah. Like I'm clearly not a good boss of anyone. I will admit that fully right here, but next week we're going to be talking about, there are times in our lives when we need to be bosses of ourselves. When are those moments? What kind of boss are you of you? Of you. Man, that's a good question. I'm so glad I thought of it. (laughs) That's all for this week. Thanks to our listeners and also to our audio engineer, Ryan Derringer at Welterweight Studio and our producer, Ireland Meacham at Audiation. If you like what you heard, you can find us at bigpayoffradio.com on the Acast app or wherever else you listen. And remember, if you want to keep hearing our sage advice, my sage advice, remember to rate and review us. It really does help. 